This is K.M. Wyland, and you're listening to the 213th episode of the Wordplay Podcast. First thing today, I want to take a moment to thank you all for your support and enthusiasm for structuring your novel, Essential Keys for Writing an Outstanding Story. You guys get all the credit for making the launch success. I have already been thrilled to hear people are digging into the book and discovering the empowerment that structure brings to our writing. It's my hope that the information in the book will help you strengthen your old stories and teach you how to write new ones. So here's to word players everywhere. How to make your readers' heads explode. The latest post in the video series on my blog encourages writers to pursue story ideas that will inspire rabid fandom among their readers. To watch it, visit my website at helpingwritersbecomeauthors.com. New videos are posted every Wednesday. And now, I hope you enjoyed this week's podcast entitled Most Common Mistakes Series Part 24, Animate Body Parts. You might be writing a horror story and not even know it. Picture this, body parts scattered all over the room. We're talking a regular massacre, but it gets worse. These aren't just any old body parts. They're alive! What's that you say? Not in your story? You might be surprised. Animate body parts can often rear their ugly heads, pun intended, without our even quite being aware of what's happening. The problem occurs when we put the emphasis on our characters' bodies rather than the characters themselves. We give their bodies a seeming sentience and the ability to act independently of the character. In short, we associate our action verbs not with our autonomous characters, but with their dependent body parts. Check it out. Elle got into her Subaru. Her hand reached for the ignition, and her fingers wrapped themselves around her glow-in-the-dark Frankenweenie keychain. This was the last time she was ever letting Jake talk her into noodling. His fist pounded on the passenger window. You have to come back! This is the best way to catch catfish! The engine revved and drowned out his voice. His lips kept moving. His eyes pled with her to come back. So what do we get out of this exchange other than Elle's stubborn resistance to having a catfish chew on her arm? To start with, what we don't get is a whole lot of Elle or Jake. Their hands, fingers, fists, lips, and eyes get a whole lot more screen time than the characters themselves. And why is this a problem? After all, It might even seem like this approach is smart, since it can present a nice variation of subjects within a scene. Instead of beginning every sentence with L or she, wouldn't it be a good idea to mix things up a little? The problem with animate body parts is twofold. One, animate body parts can create ludicrous or even confusing images. When we write Jake's eyes rolled... Readers might just as easily end up visualizing poor Jake's eyeballs rolling across the floor. 2. Animate body parts remove the emphasis from the primary actor. We want the spotlight on our characters. They're the ones whose actions are powering the story. They're turning on the car engine, banging on the window, and pleading with their facial expressions. Their body parts are just props. So let's rewrite our original scene to put the emphasis back where it belongs, 
on the characters. Elle got into her Subaru. She reached for the ignition and wrapped her fingers around her glow-in-the-dark Frankenweenie keychain. This was the last time she was ever letting Jake talk her into noodling. He pounded on the passenger window. You have to come back. This is the best way to catch catfish. She revved the engine and drowned out his voice. He kept moving his lips. His eyes pled with her to come back. Fixing the animate body part problem is easy enough. All we have to do is switch around the subjects in our sentences and make sure our action verbs are being enacted by the characters themselves. The result is a punchier scene that does a much better job of showing readers what the characters are doing. But let's consider a few exceptions. One, sometimes we're going to want to emphasize the body part over the actor for whatever reason. You'll notice that in the amended example, I left the last sentence, his eyes pled with her to come back, alone. I could have written, he pled with her with his eyes, but that's just clunky. Or, the look in his eyes pled with her, but that is unnecessarily wordy. Two. To circle back to our original argument, we might also want to occasionally let a body part take center stage to vary sentence structure, but this should be a last resort. You're almost always going to be able to rewrite sentences in different ways to keep constructions properly varied while still avoiding an animate body part. As always, you have to use your best judgment, but always be aware that these lively body parts might be sneaking into your story and turning it into an unintended horror fest. Thank you for listening to the Wordplay Podcast. To read a transcript of this episode, you can visit my website at helpingwritersbecomeauthors.com. And be sure to check back again next week. 